0: It's Time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the
1: latest news and information
0: about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The
1: speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone.
1: Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Life.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on two blokes
0: talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech. Trevor along with you from EFTM.com. Stephen Fennick is here in the EFTM studio from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day, Trev. Could We've got, got a special here? ending of the show coming up for everyone.
1: Yeah, stay tuned. We've decided it's, it's not like, to. It's like Infinity Wars, the event you you got to stay yeah. right till after the stay credits. for the credits. Yeah, so uh, we there. decided to brush the uh, the pre-roll
0: <laughs> and yeah. run with a with a post-roll. Post-roll, yes, lovely. Anyway, uh, all the week's uh, news in technology coming up. We are going to have a heavy telco bent. Uh, in fact, entirely telco bent because we're going to talk about telcos, yep, phones, more telcos and mobile plans. So it's a very telco show. Absolutely. But we do have a couple of minute reviews here on two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Let's get cracking.
1: Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig.
0: Well, I felt like we needed to get in the studio within days of the Telstra outage. Um, As we publish this Wednesday night, uh, it's now two days since Telstra's major outage. Mm -hmm. And I call it a major outage because even though it was only two hours, it's a big deal. Like was more the, than two hours, the, wasn't it? No, it was essentially two hours. The, but the worst the, part was two hours. The restoration time could have been, yeah. could have taken something to six it hours. It up
1: but, to five hours, yeah.
0: But essentially, two hours of, of downtime before restoration really began. Yeah. Um. And to this point, mate, I just think it's, it's a sad indictment on Telstra. I think something needs to happen. I think there needs to be changes of some sort we'll talk about. But let me read to you what uh, Mike Wright, who's the head of networks, and the bloke yep. is under pressure because... Two years ago, he was out fronting the media about dramas they had. Now here he is again. I'll read it in full because I think it's important. This was yesterday afternoon they released this. Um, Starting at approximately 10 a.m. yesterday, Monday, um, some key network equipment failed, causing a disruption to 4G voice and data services nationally. The impact was widespread, and with a large number of customers dropping back to 3G, there was significant disruption of 3G voice and data services as demand exceeded the capacity of our 3G network. We have identified that the initial cause of the disruption was a software fault, which triggered multiple elements across the network to fail. The network is designed to switch on to standby hardware, which it did. Following the failover, however, a further fault caused an interruption which impacted 4G connections. There is redundancy built into the system, but this did not operate as intended. Yada, yada, yada. Whoopsie. Bottom line, drama caused another drama. Uh, in effect, switched over to the backup. Didn't and, didn't and the work. didn't work, yeah. and and that's that's a huge drama for them. That's
1: like jumping out of a plane and your parachute not working. Both and of them. the backup yeah. gone as well. See you later.
0: And the thing now, I haven't looked back in in verbatim, but I recall uh, February 2016, the big outage they had, and then they had the free data day on Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah,
0: that was because some idiot unplug something accidentally <laughs> during a during a, during a kind of an upgrade, Is right? he still
1: working there, you reckon? Oh, if he probably. is, he's
0: probably laughing now because yeah. it's, it's all on someone else now. Yeah. But then about a month later in March, they had another outage, and it was blamed on their core network. Now, it's a description that all the telcos use to describe the, the network that can, connects all their sites and infrastructure and stuff, but it's not really the network we interact with. But back then they said pretty much the same thing, our core network. Mm. Now, I've got to be honest – But in 18 months, two years, I don't understand how they haven't tested, checked and upgraded
1: every Mm. single iota, every single moment, every single bit of the core network. Absolutely. And you've got to remember this, this incident is the third this month. It's not like they didn't get a solid wake up call two yeah, weeks second,
0: ago. The second though,
1: the second though was was, was a triple O outage. It was a cut cable. It's, it's, it's very still, different, though,
0: right? That's still included. It's I not think, directly as a, related as a, as to the disruption. mobile network, though. So I'm going yeah. to give them a pass on that one yeah. because it's a cut cable. They still need to work on that and how 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 it mm. caused such major outage. But it's not related to the mobile network. I suspect that some of their issues this month and in previous years, because they've had others since February 2016. There's yeah. been many. Um, and I,
1: I think it speaks to an inherent problem with their engineering and their network. Well, are they are they too are there too many layers of management there? There are too many. It's too many layers in, of management. Process. There's there. too
0: much focus on five G, which you know. Can we just can, can we get the four G right? Four G sorted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it
1: feels mm. to me like they've lost their way now. So you are sort of saying that they they've got their eyes on the five G sort of they they've taken their eyes off the road a second like yeah. asleep at the wheel oh, a little bit. I 4G. think the problem
0: is. Do you remember? You, I don't think you were on the conference call, but there was a call. Uh, you know what? I feel like it was when you and I were driving to uh, my mum's pub in the yeah. Mustangs. I'm yeah. sure I was on a conference call or something yeah. where Andy Penn talked about um, investing billions in the network in CapEx or something. Yeah, right? I remember that. But I don't yeah. believe he articulated at the time how much of it was incrementally more, right? You know, yeah. As a result of all these drums, we're spending an extra X. Mm. So I think it's, it's a bit of smoke and mirrors about how much they actually are investing in the network. And I don't think they're articulating what they've done to fix the problems they've had in the past. Now, uh, uh, there's a couple of things to say here. Optus and Vodafone aren't coming out and saying, how good are we going? Our network's no. rock solid. Because, That's to their peril, though, because, because there's it a risk to them. Yeah, it's, it's a risk right. it happens anyway, because Mike Absolutely. Wright points out this stuff happens. It can happen. It might happen yeah. again to anyone. But the question is what happens when it happens to you, should the customer even know it happens. So I think it's right that Optus and Vodafone don't gloat. But you've got to remember, mate. Optus, I think, had an outage last year, but... Yeah. If anything. Would,
1: would it make the evening news if Optus had an outage? Yeah. Would, would, I'm voter phone, would a Vodafone outage make the news?
0: Oh, 100%.
1: Like more uh, so well, than considering options, what of a few Yes, right? yeah, so, sure. But is Telstra held to to a sort of high standard because they're the they the, they they self self described best network in Australia? It, Are they? It's a great
0: point, and I think that if voter happened in the social media age, because it was twenty ten, well before twenty eleven, there was twenty ten yeah. started. Twenty yeah, yeah. eleven was the was the campaign to yeah. to shut it down, kind of thing, but. You know, that's well before we were real timing. We were wanting results and answers and everything. So, uh, unfortunately, Telstra's under a lot of social media pressure here. Yeah. Um, Some
1: great tweets, too.
0: Oh, excellent crackers. I mean, some really unhappy people. Yeah, they get creative, don't they, when they're not happy? They complain, but they're very creative in their complaints. The fun ones for me were the ones that that were sent at 12.25 when the network came back on because (laughs) they couldn't send them. Without the network? Yeah, that's right. They had all these I, tweets
1: coming through. I liked people tweeting, you know how you could check to see if there was a fault in your area? Yeah. And that, then they came that, up with an error? That was a
2: fault, yeah.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so I'm not saying Vodafone and Optus are saints, but I'm saying they've had no major network performance issues yeah. in those same two years. They're rubbing their rabbit's foot, so the so rabbit's feet so at the moment. So we have to argue, and it. No, they don't have the same bulk of customers, yeah. but it's not like the, the, you build the network based on the number of customers. So. I just think on scale, Telstra has got it wrong in some way. Now, the best tweets and the things that I followed most were people saying broadly or to me, I pay for, I pay a premium price for a premium, premium network.
1: network. Totally.
0: And I write back and say, well, actually, no. You pay a premium price for coverage. That's the only advantage Telstra has over the others yeah. is coverage. In remote and r- rural areas, there is more Telstra than Vodafone and Optus. Mm. Full stop, no one argues that, right? Yeah. But in the metro areas, nah. Like it's, they're it's, all pretty much on
1: par, are they? Yeah,
0: right? People say to me, oh, Vodafone doesn't work in my place. Yeah, sure, but Telstra doesn't work in mine. So yeah. it's like it's like for like, essentially, in the metro areas. Sure. So I don't think people are paying for a premium network, but I think people yeah. think they are.
1: Well, I think, but like you said but earlier, I think it's the people who live in the rural areas that they're the ones who are more concerned for the coverage because we all live in the city. We've got coverage everywhere. Hmm. So the people who live on the outskirts and in those areas in the country where... They assume Telstra is going to have be the best coverage. That that's I think where people think, oh well, the strength of this vast wide network. Yeah,
0: but most city dwellers are sticking with Telstra yeah. because they well, think it's a
1: premium network. Let's talk about that. What what does the Telstra customer do right now? Where 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 do they where do they go? What rights do they have? Can they could they walk up to, to Telstra and say, look, that's third time too many. I want out of my contract. Well, are I'm, they within their rights to get out of a contract? Look, I'm this? not a lawyer,
0: but I would argue that right now, if you wrote to Telstra and said Due to your network performance over recent months Mm. and frankly years, I would like to be let out of my contract. Um, You know, if you've got handset repayments, you need to admit you're going to pay them or whatever that kind of stuff, right? But I think you have right to get out of your contract right now. What about if you're a business? Oh, mate, you've got got right to compensation.
1: Yeah. 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 So how does how does it can they can they do that? I've been encouraging
0: over the last two days. I've been encouraging every business that I speak to on the radio to ring Telstra and mm. say, do you know what? My FPOS went down most. Get it on yeah. the record. Cost what happens, con- right?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: un- try and put some cost to it if you can, but at yep. the very least, get it on the record that you were affected so that when they decide to or frankly, they're probably already doing it. If you ring Telstra today, they've probably given authority to the customer service teams to give a month, to, month free or $20 off or whatever. They're not, they're not writing whatever.
1: checks to cover your losses. They're going to probably just give you a month off your bill or something. Correct. Like that, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think businesses
0: should be looking for some form of compensation. Yeah. I think users... Shouldn't expect any, frankly, because no. I mean it's it's two hours of your life. You could on Instagram, get over your life. But <laughs> if you if you argue it, I think you could say, and, and if they don't give it to you, then you go to TIO and you yeah. say to the TIO, I'm sorry, but I've had X number of problems, and they are network related. I want out, and at that point you're off a contract. Don't sign th- another contract. Yeah. Go and try Optus, go and try Voda, and then go back to Telstra if they're not if they're See not any they better.
1: Because they've got a, a contract is between not just for the customer, the contracts for the for the, tel, the for telco the service. As well. So if you're not getting the service that you're paying for, they, they're letting you down on their end of the. Contract. Now
0: that they may argue there's some sort of 99.9% uptime guarantee or something, and they, yeah. they haven't breached that. But it's the real world here, right? And if yeah. they have, if there's a groundswell of customers who go to the Daily Telegraph and say they won't let us out, yeah. mate, it's front page news. And Telstra's risk is they be, they become Telstra fail. Now, to be clear, Vodafone's problems in 2010-11 were much worse than this, right? They were consistent network issues. You couldn't get onto the network. You couldn't make calls. You had yeah. dropouts. There was actual ongoing network issues, whereas Telstra's having outages. So yeah. it's a very different sort of fail. Yep. But oh, I do think the, the Telstra customer should should be willing to make the phone call. And I, I don't know whether it's died down now or whether you think it was just Monday, but i I feel like there was a genuine, okay, I've had enough now from people mm, online.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's, it, there was, so it was there were, were was another outage earlier this year, wasn't there? There was yeah. a period where the network was down. Well, what what, is, what does Andy Penn say now? What does he say? If, he, if he's fronting a press conference later this week or tomorrow, whatever, hmm. what does he say that he hasn't already said? And how does he keep, the, allow customers to keep faith in their service? What do you say to these people?
0: Do you know what I I hate? I mean, this is probably why I couldn't do talkback radio as a full time gig. But heads need to roll. Like Mike Wright needs to go. Like, do you know what? Something like that needs to happen. Unfortunately, Mike Wright is responsible for the network. Yeah, if the network is failing, on his watch. And the yeah. engineers haven't haven't fixed it. Well, who's responsible, mate? What are you going to do? Are You going to yeah. tell us the, who who you've sacked, yeah. or are you going to name the vendor, Cisco, Ericsson, whoever the heck it is? Yeah, their, their that systems are failing. Got, yeah. And they and go to tender.
1: Key, key network equipment failed, right? So yeah, that's equipment that they they would have had. So I want to know tendering.
0: if you're not going to sack someone, is that new equipment? Was that equipment put in recently? Yeah. Is that equipment that came in uh, as opposed to the the re- recent dramas? Is that equipment for the five G rollout? Is it is it upgradable? Yeah. What are the issues here, and and how are you getting that money back? Because the problem is shareholders, right? Their share price is down thirty six percent in one year. Yeah. Right? Andy Penn is under it took serious a pressure. It took a hit after yesterday too, didn't it? Under yeah. serious pressure, yeah. Like I don't see it changing any day soon, but I think the board is probably looking at this going, "We yeah. got, we got to do it." Because, like, if I'm the board, do you know what I do? Bill Morrow, bring him on.
1: Remember I said that earlier. Yeah, he'll go to tell What do you mean to run Telstra? Bring him on.
0: Yeah, right. He finishes up in August, October, yeah. whatever it is. Bring him in. Yeah. Put him on a two-year deal. Fix the network, mate. They've got. See, the thing is, that I'm not a business person. I don't get into the stock market. But as I understand it, I see plenty of companies that take a huge hit. Like Qantas took a big hit a couple of years ago, massive yeah. losses, and now they're on their way up. So if I'm if I'm Telstra board, I say Bill Morrow get in here. Yeah. We're giving you 50 billion to just knock yourself out, yeah. right? And we're going to cop a loss Bunkered in one out. year, yeah, and then. We expect network reliability. We expect performance. We expect yeah. expect to be ready for five G. But Wouldn't
1: they be doing that already? Like five Gs around the corner? Wouldn't they be doing that already? Absolutely. Like, but I, well, this this issue aside, they would have they would have already had that. They would have made that move with, most, with someone
0: else. Most of this stuff is posturing, right? Most
1: yeah. of that, like even if, if they got rid of Andy Penn
0: today and put Bill Morrow in, yeah. most of the stuff that Bill Morrow would do is probably already in the roadmap. Yeah. But you know the other thing I do, and I thought about this a bit. If I'm CEO of Telstra, I'm stopping all the other rubbish. I'm stopping the smart home stuff and I'm getting out of all that rubbish. Mm. I'm becoming a network. Like, that's what we do. We're a network and networks are always going to be required. Some of the stuff they're doing in IoT and everything is exciting and it's good. Mm. But become a network for those things. Maybe invest in the odd startup they've and stuff. That, they've done
1: that already. But with, yeah, but, with the, the cat the cat was it the Cat Six Network, whatever it's called, the, for the, the, the narrowband stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what they're I'm, doing that already. What I'm
0: saying is like the Telstra Smart Home thing. You know they're trying to upsell everyone Telstra TV. I just I'd rubbish yeah. all of that. There's plenty of alternatives. Out. Why does Telstra need to have a little box that they sell? Because it's a way of locking customers well, in Telstra. They want to stuff, bundle right?
1: people up. Yeah, they want to bundle the, get more So av- come ar- they back. want to drive up the average revenue per user, the ARPU. They want to drive that up. Totally. But and that's what this but you mentioned the shareholders, that's what the shareholders would expect too. The shareholders want Telstra to become here's, more valuable. Right, we've just now the
0: problem. The problem is shareholders. If this was still a government enterprise, yeah. it would be focused entirely on being a network. Now, I think Vodafone and Optus are as focused on their network as anyone else. Mm. Now, Optus has made a very clear play into the entertainment space, but I feel like they're very separate things. Mm.
1: I feel so like they've got the, the Premier League and the and the, and the, uh, the, the World Cup now. The Fetch TV, the World Cup, yeah, right. So,
0: I, I, mate, maybe I'm just barking up the wrong tree. I don't
1: know, but I just feel like it's. Mm. But I think in the Optus case, uh, and, and Telstra, they're, true, they're kind of doing it with Telstra TV and their Big Pond movies. And yeah, all that. yeah, But Optus, I think there was a bit of a more bolder play, rather a more focused play for for Optus with soccer. Oh, yeah. They said, like, all right, we want to own soccer, and they do it. Hmm. Telstra sort of were a little bit of the dabbling in the smart home, the dabbling in Telstra TV, and... Making those ridiculous commercials, you know, the thrive on and, yeah. you know, w- wow, I can make a FaceTime call from the beach. There's and the that, that's worst technology.
0: thing they've got happening now are those big blue and green billboards that say a network more reliable than your mum's spag bol. <laughs> really? <laughs> mean, how reliable is your mum's there's spag bol? A, it's pretty few, bloody
1: reliable. There's a few tweets uh, featuring that those little ironic it's, signs now, aren't it's there? It's awful. They're all over Twitter. Oh, it's I saw the worst I saw thing ever. Her. Yeah, I'd say uh, the marketing, the, the the genius with the ponytail is going to get the sack over. Mate, over that.
0: if I'm Benny McIntosh at Vodafone, I'm putting up a billboard that says <laughs> we love our spag At least spag our network bowl. works. We're, no, I just, I just put up we love our spag bowl. Like, yeah. Our spag bowl is
1: He's better you than know, your spag bowl. Red is best or something. Do you know what <laughs> that, I mean? Yeah, well, that's that's tempting fate, I think. If they do I know. Man. That's tempting a bit of I don't think that's in Ben's personality to do that. I don't know. Stay in your lane. Do your job. Do, run as fast as you can. I think that's what the other telcos have There's to do. A lot that's of... why they haven't been that's why you won't hear any smart ass no, no. comments from the other telcos because, because they know it's a risk. If it, it turns around, like, it's like when Samsung's the note seven was going up it literally going up in smoke. You never heard Apple poking fun, you heard or nothing. Nobody yeah. said anything because they thought, well, that could be us. Mm. So yeah.
0: Do we um I mean, do we have the confidence? in Telstra to recover from this? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, I think they will. Of, of course they will. But Do you think there'll be an exodus of customers?
1: Maybe, yeah. Mm. I think that they're now that uh, that there is so much competition in the space in terms of data, data pricing, all these unlimited plans. So everyone's kind of putting their hat in the ring of virtual offering the same product. Mm. So I'd, I think there would be, yeah. There'd be a lot of people who thought, well... I've stuck with you long enough. You've let me down a few times. It's like it's like you know, if you if your girlfriend cheats on you four times, you're going to give her another chance. You're going to think, you know what? We're done. Mate, I else. if
0: you gave her a chance once, you're
1: giving her a chance on the fifth time too. Well, but I don't. It depends on the person, I suppose. But but you know, you get my analogy where you think, well, okay, I'm done. I I don't want to. I don't want to put up with that anymore. I'm paying however much. They're probably likely paying more money. I think people are too lazy to break up. Maybe maybe they are, but. I think the ease in which you can switch plans now may attract people to to shift to yeah. try to try another network. Yeah, I kind of hope so. I do. I mean, I'm not I'm not wishing ill upon Telstra. Yeah. I want them to be no, our most successful. But, I want everyone else to strive to be Telstra. You yeah. know. But again, I bring it back to uh, the the it's it's like uh, I liken them to Apple in a way because Apple again are held to a, a higher standard. Their product yep. is not absolutely mind blowingly good. It's a failure. Hmm. And in this instance, it was a, a pretty bad outage for a couple of hours. If, if their network isn't absolutely brilliant, they've failed. Yeah, So I think they've and, – and that's partly their own fault because they've talked themselves up so much – Best network, you know, fastest network. So they've put themselves in that position. Customer expectations, they've built a, a higher than all the other networks. Mm. And this is the result. If they don't meet those continually, then, hello, they're going to be people saying goodbye. Yeah.
0: I don't know if we'll see it in the numbers, but um, only time will tell, Stephen. Absolutely. Anyway, interesting times It tell. Us. I'd be interested in any information you have, whether you're uh, you know on the ground or whether you know about it. I've already had a couple of tips and both of them in 100% wrong. Um, and Telstra been very honest about, with me about, about that, what about what was it and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I had some bloke, um, uh, a lot like of conspiracy theories. with I was on the ABC in Melbourne, and a guy texted through, and he told, he mentioned the name of the product, the the model number, and everything that was going on of wrong. the equipment. Yeah, right. And it made it sounded you know good on you, mate. Legit, yeah. so, solid tip. And I, I, and they said, listen, no, just so you know, no, well, I wouldn't lie to you, no. Yeah. And so, mate, sometimes you don't know, but I would be interested to know whether anyone has thoughts, feedback um, anonymous or otherwise. Hit us up uh, you can find us online we 're pretty easy to track down mate Stephen Fennick on Twitter at uh, Trevor Long on Twitter and Ziggy zaggy the hashtag speaking of which we did there was a couple of tweets this week that we're not happy with our Alexa and Siri conversation last really? week, Really? yeah. Yeah, you set my Alexa off. You set my Siri off. Yes, that's right. I took them should, all as jovial we do it, tweets. We do it again no, back? no, okay. I
1: took them all as jovial tweets. Okay. Just say so you no, know, folks. And so there was some people who were complaining about Alexa. The, well, well, the, there was you, one. There you was... accusing people of not having Alexa. Yeah. So we
0: now know there's one person. So there is one person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got his name. It's we're good. So Amazon got... must be really happy. Exactly. Know. We do it all thanks to the good people at Unident and Netgear. And if you're looking for a, a beautiful network to cover your entire home, you need to consider the Netgear Orbi. Uh, Wi-Fi network this is a mesh network you put one of the uh, the devices at your modem you put another out in your home and you create a single network across your entire home uh, that network is fast it's as fast as the modem is delivering speed into your home and that's the problem most people have your existing modem is great and you don't need to get rid of it but it's delivering poor Wi-Fi across your home so upgrade the Wi-Fi not the modem. The Wi-Fi needs upgrading. The internet's probably just fine. Netgear Orbi will do the trick for you. Uh, works through the existing modem. Looks really nice. Sits anywhere in the home. And you can find it at all major retailers. Check it out now. Netgear Orbi. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
1: Fennick. Well, we were given Telstra a bit of a bashing earlier. as we're As everyone else on Twitter yet, uh, a couple of days ago. But I, uh, I've got a bit of a, a personal issue here with uh, Optus, and I'm a, I'm a, I've been a loyal Optus broadband customer for more than fifteen years. I've had this uh, my, my cable connection at home. I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, and since, and since the up until the start of this year, I'll, I'll just let preface it by saying that the service has been excellent. Right, it's, it's worked ninety nine point nine percent of the time, really fast. Uh, very little interruptions, work to treat. Something happened though this year and it's, it has been since January, February, the, the service has really, really suffered. It's hit a wall. In terms of the speed, to be clear, you're using the Optus cable. I'm using cable. Network. I'm not on NBN yet, and you're and, not an uh, ADSL customer. No. Cable, so you're expecting HFC cable. You're
0: expecting a hundred meg down and one or two up, which is what you get with a. That's with right, a, and that's, I get
1: it. I was getting it. I, I, I remember. I Often get ninety nine point four. Two years two ago, solid. when we
0: were skyping mm. more regularly, uh, two was it was your best. One and a half was often. That's the upload. Yeah, yeah. and and sometimes you went under one, one, and that was when we'd have some dramas. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, the, so. I've noticed that the the service has you, you, it's in the middle of the day. It'd be really slow or, or not working at all. In the evening, of course, when my whole family's on the internet, my wife's watching streaming a show, and my son's playing online, and I'm doing my own stuff, and my daughters are doing theirs. And you hear, "Dad, the internet's not working," or "Dad, the, the it's slow. Why is the internet so crap?" And what do I do? I, I said, "Well, okay, I'll make an inquiry and." As as polite as they were, and courteous as they were, and apologetic as they were, mm. they couldn't fix it. And it's been months for for this that's been going on. I wrote I wrote my experience on Tech Guide uh, a couple of days ago, and even sort of put it out there for people to share their experiences as well. The response I had has been incredible because there's a lot of people. Basically, to sum up what a lot of people said, they said it's as if I wrote your story because <laughs> it's exactly what i what I'm experiencing. So. Just, just to also sort of let you know that my area uh, is going to get the NBN. It was originally going to be between April and June this year. They've since a couple of months ago, or a couple, about a month ago, they, they just they changed it to now July to September. Yep. Now I'm getting fibre to the curb in my area, yep. which will fibre up my street and then copper from the telecom pit into my house. Yep. Now the HFC cable that that runs on top of the telegraph poles, so along the telegraph poles, it's not an underground cable; it's above the ground there. I know for a fact, everyone knows, it's no secret that the NBN is scrapping that cable. So that that's in, in three to four months' time when the NBN is officially connected, that cable that's been running up there for 15. 15 years, it's in a dumpster somewhere. Will they leave it there? Will they take yeah, it down? It they'll just leave it. Then. Right. Yep. Well, so in the back of my mind, I speculated, and Optus has denied this, right? I speculated that this thing's going to be thrown away in two to three months. So... Is that why my internet say ru- is well, rubbish? There's no because doubt. there's no there's no reason for them to upkeep that because it's going to be thrown away. There's no doubt. But it's so, it,
0: but it's it, but here's what I think's ridiculous, right? When you get to the NBN, we'll talk about NBN because it doesn't matter right now. The NBN are relevant. What's yeah. relevant is you're an Optus customer, and the biggest problem the big telcos have is maintaining customers. During the switch to NBN, right, Telstra's customer base has plummeted in fixed broadband because there's more choice. There's a choice now. So if you're sitting here going, and so let's say they are, just speculate, let's say they're neglecting the HFC network, not upgrading it, not adding capacity, whatever, um, and, and therefore they're neglecting
1: you as a customer, as if you would sign to Optus for NBN, well, that that's the argument. I'm thinking, will this continue? In the discussions I've had with them, the several discussions I've had with them, uh, I, I said, well, is this congestion issue, which they called it, going to continue when the NBN rolls up? They said, well, no, likely not. But well, it, I can, So, it, so it, I would it, say to you that
0: there's no link between the congestion on the HFC and the NBN because they're, they're completely separate networks. Of course they are, yeah. Right? It's know. like driving on in a different country. Yeah. It's just a different unlinked thing. But the fact is that if they're unable to provide capacity or whatever it is on the HFC network, then are they correctly rolling out capacity to their NBN customers?
1: I don't know. Well, is it, it – look, there's plenty of theories that I've got. And originally, remember I was told you I was supposed to be April to June. Oh, June, yeah. June's next month. This yeah. next week. So that were they preparing to to have NBN available then and sort mm-hmm. of being caught on the hop because they've delayed because of the it? Delay, yeah. Is that possible? The other thing that I'm, I'm – Being optimistic about is the fact that my area only had Optus cable. I didn't have a choice. Like you had a choice of Telstra, Optus, whatever Mm. you want here in my street. I've only got if I want cable, I've only got Optus. So I'm hoping that Optus is is investing in the CVC, so the bandwidth of the NBN in my area to retain all the Optus customers who are already in my area on cable.
0: Mate, unless they're willing to publish, as Aussie Broadband have, their CVC CVC. graphs, I just don't believe anyone. I don't believe Telstra. I don't believe Ionet. I don't believe anyone. Because with Aussie Broadband, I can look and I can go, and you can look at it and go, well, actually, it peaks out pretty heavy at night. Yeah. Um, you can look at that over the days yeah, and months course. before you switch yeah. over. Yeah. Optus can tell you that they're investing in it, and they can tell you right now they've got you know X, X amount of capacity, yeah. but they haven't got anyone on it. So as soon as a bunch of people jump on, how quickly are they yeah. upgrading their, their things like that? So here's my problem. And we've got a great contacted Optus, Patrick, who has been very helpful to yeah. many, and I'm talking probably... Fifty to sixty people that I've referred to him yep. as Optus customers, but that alone is my number one point. I've referred more individuals to Optus than to any other telco, including you frankly mean with problems that had yes, problems, right. including frankly with uh, with the NBN. Yeah. So. I'm saying that when when so when I get a when I get a complaint from someone I say okay so let's let's troubleshoot this you know yeah. have you
1: tested the speed at the, the modem not yeah. on your Wi-Fi you know you go well, through that, a bunch of that was right? another thing just to interrupt you that that was another thing they said well the fault must be at your place I went well, we'll bring it on come and get show me what's, what's wrong like fix it and they go it's and the sixteen said, no, Wi-Fi no. network they said no they said no they said now before they could even make an appointment for a technician they said no no it, it's it is at our end. Yeah. So
0: they don't even, one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. So, you know, I, I go through that troubleshooting process and then I say, righty, I'm going to refer you. Now, if I, if I can tell it's an NBN issue because mm. it's, uh, because they haven't got it connected, there's part of the digging yeah. NBN, straight to the NBN. If it's a Telstra issue, straight to Telstra. And, you know, with most telcos, I've got to contact Dodo, nothing, TPG, nothing, so I can't help yeah. you. But most yeah. of them, good to go. And I've, I've got more complaints about Optus than any other telco. Yeah. And I think that is a problem. So it's funny, we go back to the Telstra issue, right? I don't know what they're doing
1: wrong. I don't well, know how they're neglecting their customers so but, badly. But here's my other issue: they, there's no. What else do I do? I can't go to ADSL; it'll be worse. Well, you so where can. Do, where do that's... I go? Do I just go mobile? Use burn on my it's mobile. The only data? thing you can do. If you, I, you genuinely do want
0: that. want an outcome that's immediate, then you have to go mobile.
1: Yeah. Well, look in their in their defence, they off they offered to compensate me for any mobile spend that I've had over the top to comp- to make up for the Optus problem. Hmm. And I haven't had to do it. Of the times where it's worse, I didn't need to do any work in, in particular, and it was hard to sort of run your whole network off a, off a, the oh, Netgear yeah. M1. Yeah, you yes. could theoretically, you, you could do it exactly, but uh, I, I didn't actually. I didn't do it. I already had that 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 account, so I'm not I'm not going to say, well, make up another account that I've got. Yeah. So I didn't it didn't go that far. But the choices for me were limited in what I could do. Yeah. So it, it's with the nbn around the corner i'm hoping that optus has decided well we don't want to lose customers in that area mate I, we don't want to lose you i'm just I saying them to you want someone to say to me i don't want to lose you why on earth i would want you to fight with for optus you.
0: why would you stay
1: with optus just give me one good reason well, I've got a lot of, and this is going to sound really stupid. You're going to laugh now, okay? Don't promise you're not going to laugh, okay? I can't promise, not promise not that. I can't promise that. I'm not going to make a promise. I can't. All hey. my major accounts, my Apple ID, everything is all at my OptusNet address, my email address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to laugh now, aren't you? So I'd have to change everything. Everything like When I first got on the internet with cable or the internet in general at my place, it was all my at OptusNet address. And everything that major in my life is all directed through that email address. Well, Stephen, let me
0: take this as a consultation <laughs> and say to you, you have a, a three to six months or something before yeah. the NBN comes. I know. It, it, genuinely, yeah. you need to spend an hour a week. Tidying that up, yeah. One thing every week now. now no, look, I'll be—I'll be now. To be clear, stick gonna, with Optus. Stick gonna, with Optus, right? But I'm you still have to make go. that
1: change. I know this, but oh, I'm, you're an idiot. No, a, no. no listen, listen to me. I'm going to no. give them a go. No, I'm going to give them a try, and I'm going to not lock into a contract. And say, right, mm. I will try your network mm. on the NBN. If it's not, if it's, if I'm one month in, I don't like it. You're gone. And okay. Aussie Broadband will be my. So uh, I'll I, give them a crack.
0: I've I've now tried iPrimus, Aussie Broadband, My Republic, and Vodafone. Okay. Okay. And How vo- does Vodafone go? Vodafone uh, initially was not great. Right. And I'm not going to lie. It yep. was it was not as good because you got to remember I've got the same same cable coming in and two connections off it. Right. Yep. Um, so you have two NBN connections two two what they call NTDs network termination right. devices so okay. it's the same cable coming into into this room but there's two both little boxes hun- off both the hundreds, back. hundreds. Well, same cable coming in two yeah. NTDs i can choose to have a 25 service on one and a 70 uh, 100 on the other whatever but you do they're completely separate yeah that's <laughs> right so Aussie <laughs> yeah. broadband is one of them yeah. and the other one i've switched between my republic and now i've gone to vodafone okay. now when i first connected the download speeds were about 80 76 to 80, and the upload speeds were 16, 17. Wow. It's nice, right? But it's rubbish compared to what I've been getting with Aussie broadband, which is 93 to 34 yeah, consistently. Yeah. And look, I, oh, oh, this is how I operate. I said to them, listen, just so you know, it's not good. And yeah. they went, no, nah, it must be at your end. So we, I did all the tests, and I went, yeah. I'm pretty confident. And they did some upgrades in the area. They yeah. obviously didn't have the capacity or something at the CVC, yeah. at, the, at the POI, and now it's running very nice. So, unfortunately, that experience for customers is not, yeah. like, this is the problem. The telcos are going one solution for all, and they're no. not genuinely aware of what's can happening I, for can the end I tell user. You
1: the other issue that I may face, and that other, other fibre to the curb customers will face, hmm. that their copper to the house is rubbish or non-existent. Yeah. And, what, and then you've got, the customer has to pay for that. I would fight to that. To get it.
0: I'd fight that till the cows come home. How? Because the MBN is responsible for bringing the MBN to your home, to your door, to the, no, no, to the okay. to the outside of your home. So, a fiber to the home house, it comes right to the brick, and then what's on the inside you have to deal with, right? right. So, my argument is, Stephen, and I'm I'm hell bent on this. Yeah. If you're getting fiber to the curb, anyone listening, yeah. and they say to you, you've got to pay a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars to fix no your copper, thanks. if it's the copper inside your home. A hundred percent, it's yeah. your responsibility. But from the pit to my house, your responsibility. But from your the pit to the back wall or the front wall, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. of your home, yep. it's the NBN's responsibility. Okay. Because that is the is the
1: infrastructure. Okay. I, I'm well, hell-bent on I that. I should be entitled, then, if there's no copper line. There is. I'm pretty sure there's a copper line. Don't know the state of it, right? Don't know
0: the state of it. Your is sh-
1: pretty new. There's a good one. I should have a... if If the copper's rubbish... Why do they just chuck a fiber cable in there for me?
0: But again, that's so that's the technology choice option, and you should you should you should send that email now. You should send, be sending yeah. the email now. Technology choice is what it's called. Yeah. You, you might find that it's three thousand dollars, and I have got to be honest, if it was three thousand bucks for me to get fiber to the home, I'd pay it tomorrow.
1: Three grand. Yep. Through EF, you claim it through EFTM through your tax, your tax ban. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not, they're not but the that's then I choose the two hundred plan. Then I choose the two hundred plan. Yeah. Right. So you're, going, well, to mate, just, it's, you're it's, going to pay three grand to pay two more each month. Yeah, right. Just how much do you want to download? how many water? How many? I'm going to quote Wall Street here. How many yachts can you water ski behind, mate? I'd have two of them <laughs> as well. I mean, I, I just yeah, you know, I want the I
0: want the best, yeah. and I want to have the best experience. But, but also, I,
1: no, but but on all seriousness, why? Why would you need such a fast you know connection? Why?
0: It's a very good point. Just so I can, can prove no, no. Just so I can prove to people that you don't need it because the argument oh. with a lot of the narcs online is oh we're not getting a gigabit
1: connections yeah. who cares mate <laughs> i've got 100 meg and yeah. i've never that's, had a problem that's great you know you know my current if you know fault all the dramas aside hmm. my current cable setup if they could just fix up the uploads i'd be happy hmm. i'd keep it all day long. Well, you if, know, they could, if it worked properly. But you know, right? Telstra, this is the, uh,
0: this is broadly, was, it was uh, mentioned online, but Telstra's cable, the one I had originally, yeah. 100 down, uh, 10, one up. That's 100 the one down where they one
1: delayed, up. didn't they? They held back the, the Telstra HSC cable. Remember the NBN said, no, no we want to get it right before, remember? Before oh, you yeah, know, that's a different thing. But if, different. if
0: you're an existing Big Pond cable customer, yep. getting 100 down and one up, they upgraded it to five up. So Uh they've done an infra. they've done some upgrade that it gives you five up straight away. Wow. I hope Optus is listening. No, they're not, mate. I'd love five up. Jeez. No, not happening. Because they're not going to upgrade that network because it's been rubbished. Yeah. Anyway, it's a massive problem. If you haven't read Stephen's article, it's at techguide.com.au. He loves you whinging and moaning because oh, well, it makes him I'm, feel comfortable. I'm going to
1: publish all your responses. I've got so many people who have commented on the story, who have f- commented on my on my Tech Guide Facebook page, and they're basically, we're all singing out of the same hymn book. We are saying, mate, it's like it's the same, exactly what you described is what I'm experiencing. Yeah.
0: Check it out, techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech.
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With
0: Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig. Well, we had a nice little briefing yesterday about a device that has launched globally just moments ago. Stephen, yes. is it 6 o'clock yet? It is. Okay. Just just gone 6 o'clock. Great. Um, <laughs> it's the it's a new device from HTC. Now, was it last
1: year? This time we went to it Taiwan. Was. We were, it, it came up on my Facebook memories. We were there oh, a year ago. Oh nice. Yeah. You come up in my memories every I second know. day. <laughs> do, we're tagged so much together. Uh, <laughs> you got memories with T. William Long. What else? Is there?
0: <laughs> I um. So we were there for the launch of the HTC U11, and we went to the factory, saw the thing being built. It was fascinating. It was brilliant. I loved it immensely. Still,
1: still got my jacket too. My jacket uh, from the factory tour. Did you throw yours I out? I think Amanda made me shed it. Ooh. Yeah, So it
0: was a big
1: disappointment. I said, disappointment a, wind, I said a wind cheater.
0: It's great. I wouldn't wear it in public <laughs> ever. Um, Might wear the lawn in it or something. Yeah. So they've just announced the HTC U12 Plus. Now, this is an interesting device to me because, A, they've gone with U12 Plus and there is no U12. Yes, it's Plus.
1: It's plus just the only.
0: Plus. But they've, they've put yep. the Plus on because they want people to know it's a Plus-sized device. The U11 was unique because it had this squeeze feature, which is also now in the U11 Life, but it's also in the Google Pixel yeah. too, because um, that's a you know HTC phone essentially, because Google owns HCC now. Um, so U12, what, what's what's new? What's different? A, it's a bigger phone,
1: B, six, six inches, six actually. inch phone.
0: B, they've got the squeeze still, fully customizable, very nice. Um, I love the squeeze when you bring up like a dial of apps.
1: Yes, I love that. That was that with a squeeze or with a double tap?
0: No, that's with the squeeze. Okay. Um, and then there's a double tap function on the sides of the device, so you could be you could program it so that when you're in a browser, you can double tap the side and it'll go back, instead of having yeah. to click the or back button. It, it,
1: it brings the screen down to the left or the right, so you can use the phone one handed. Which I don't think anyone uses. Well,
0: that feature exists I, on I nearly use, all Android I phones. I would use that feature. Okay. Yeah,
1: I have used that feature on um,
0: other phones. They the camera is rated 103 on D, DxO Mark, yes. which is the best ju- dual best lens dual camera. Can, yeah,
1: there's you got qualify it now.
0: <laughs> the the HCC uh, sorry the Huawei P20 Pro is a yeah. triple lens Three. camera. Who's going to come
1: up with the first four lens camera? That's what I want
0: to know. It's like the Gillette <laughs> razor blades. Remember the <laughs> <Yeah>. late so <shows? laughs>
1: seventeen yeah, razors. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, there was a cam- there was a device it went around about a year ago that had all these lenses on it. Wonder if someone someone should bring that yeah, back and look at the phone. But went
1: well, we can't remember the name of it. Nah,
0: it was just like a meme thing online. I think yeah. someone actually thought it was going to be a
1: product. But um,
0: look, um, the one biggest problem I have with this device, and we haven't reviewed it in in great detail. We yeah. just had a bit of a play with it. Is they've also got rid of all mechanical buttons. Yes. Now this is exactly the same as when Apple went. Um, tactile haptic with the home button. Remember that yeah. it was a physical button, yeah. and then the iPhone well, it wasn't 7... wasn't actually.
1: It was just a. It, you'd it was a, hole. Was a you'd No, no. It, but it originally,
0: a... it was a little button, a proper thing that clicked yeah. in. And then from the iPhone seven onwards, it became this this thing that made a feeling like a button when you yeah. touched it. The volume buttons and power button on the HTC U twelve plus are not real buttons.
1: Yeah, and mate, They're I don't like sensitive. it. Yeah, I don't like it. I uh, I, I putting turning the volume up and down. Yeah, it was it, it was wasn't hard. as smooth as Here's a. Here's
0: the problem, right? Oh, you get used to it. People don't give you a second chance in a, in a store, mm. let alone in a review. So I worry about that for them big time because it's a huge leap. Now they say it's because they can now get IP sixty eight waterproof rating, which is great. Well, without a physical button, that I, helps. Don't, I don't know that
1: it's a mm. good thing. Well, I what I like about this is that there are several points of difference. Like all, all you look at a lot of Android devices, and they all look the same. They're all sort of the same flavor of vanilla. Yeah. This I like the fact that they're thinking at least about the customer. How mm. is the customer going to use our product? The double tap, the squeeze. They're they're thinking in real terms. A customer, how would this benefit the customer? Well, you can use it one handed. I like the feature where you can lay in bed, and if you're squeezing your phone hard enough it's not going to the screen's no, not well, going to so flip even around. so people
0: for, so the example for people is you're looking at your phone upright in portrait mode and then you roll over to your side and you're lying down if you're reading an article on the web it'll go landscape style because yeah, the phone has gone bounce, landscape yeah. you don't even have to squeeze the u12 plus because it can feel it senses it knows you've got fingers on one side and yeah. hand on the other it knows you're holding it the same way it doesn't rotate the image that is
1: smart I, I like that. I think that's the standard yeah. feature. And uh, well the other the other thing that I like is the they got a translucent model. Oh, so mate, you can look into the back so of the So there's three colors, cool. what
0: they call a black, but it's it's more like a bronze, then a red which won't come to Australia, but the blue. Yeah. You can see like chips and processors inside. That is smart. Mate, oh, that I like will, that. That yeah. will that
1: will nerd out sell well. I think so too. It's like uh, remember the original iMac where you could look in the back mate, the little Can cri- you imagine the Osdroid guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can just imagine, but they'll probably be using theirs in bed, one handed as well. With, with so the, the screen doesn't rotate, I'll, gra- I'll, hug, I'll grab. will <laughs> You won't be looking
0: at the screen though; I'll, I'll be, be gri- looking at the back of it.
1: I'll be. I'll grip this in bed. Not a problem. But uh, I think the I like. I like a big phone, so six inch phone. But it doesn't feel no, like it doesn't, a, feel it, it doesn't feel like, doesn't like feel a phone like massive phone. No, I like the fact that they've put. They haven't gone stupidly top to bottom uh, with the screen they've they've left room for yep. the cameras there's a dual camera on the front I think yeah uh, the bottom there's a nice little chin on it, not too big. The bezels are super thin I think there's a new they compared remember we compared the u eleven to the u twelve mm-hmm. plus there's a new process where they can bend the glass at a steeper angle so it made it the bezels thinner um the, the camera, which they showed the the HDR modes to, the Edge Sense 2 we already spoke about, but, but HDR that can handle... HDR on other devices is mainly being used to enhance low-light pictures, yep. whereas their HDR is going to be good in the glare and in the low-light as well, so it's got both ends covered. So they've, that's that's another reason why I'm in, I'm endearing myself to this phone because they've thought about what the customer wants and what the end result they want for the customer. So... They're trying to address the issues, the problems that the the pain points for customers with the device, and they've come up with the answer. So it is a really good approach, and I, I like the fact that, to me, the, the the reading between the lines in the briefing. They've thought ahead as well about what the 5G devices are going to look like and yeah. how they're going to perform and the battery performance and all of that, processor performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's, that's a big tick too. I'm looking forward to what they got down the line. No doubt they're probably planning three or four years ahead here. Um, the other issue, too, I think we should talk about is the dual SIM option, too. Mm. Dual SIM on this device allows you to have... Now, previously, dual SIM devices were rubbish because you had one 4G SIM and you could only have a 2G uh, SIM yep. in the other slot. Here, we can have two... 4G LTE SIMs which the Telcos will hate. The Telcos won't no. The Telcos will, won't range that. They the won't Telcos will so range so a single SIM with a, with an SD card. If you yeah. if you buy it direct from HCC you'll get uh, the dual SIM. The, the, so you have a choice. Yeah. So you can have either the single SIM with the option of swinging it around and having a memory card there is that how it's going to work yeah. or it, it, you you can have the dual SIM in it or you can have a memory card in one of the slots. Is yeah. that how it works? That's it. Yeah. That, that's Look, smart. That is a, that's a good I move. think the challenge for them, as with
0: all the other um, mobile manufacturers other than Samsung and Apple, is getting it in Telcos, yeah. which will be very hard for them. But, you know, Voter have been pretty good with HCC. They might range it. Mm. Um, and it'll be available on HCC's website. They've got, a, yeah. they've got a solid fan base, but they need to build that fan base. That's their problem. Another
1: thing I like, mm. no notch. What's wrong with the notch? No notches. You don't like the notch? Well, I think it, it's it's... I don't mind the notch. I, I'm a fan of the P20 Pro. I'm looking forward to getting the LG G7, which yeah. have gone down the notch path. Hmm. Don't know what other big telco, what other big companies are going to do. HTC have thought, no, no notch. We're going to keep it straight. Leave it for the customer. We don't. We don't want to be seen to be. Uh, I think the term was jumping on the bandwagon. Right. 2019, a notch. <laughs> you think so? Well, what I like, too, is that even if you, there is a notch, you do get a choice not to have the notch if you want to. So give, maybe give customers a choice. I like the fact that HTC that is, a, we're not going in for trends. We're not going in for fads. We'll still stay without Stop the Stop doing notch. that with your hand. <laughs> Speaking of I don't go fads. in for fads.
0: Uh, two blokes talking tech. Details at HTC U12 Plus at techguide.com.au
1: and eftm.com. Well, two blokes talking tech. Also brought to you by Uniden. Now they make a lot of products. They make a lot. Of, they make phones, security surveillance devices. They have got uh, security cameras as well. But they've also got a range of new in-car devices, uh, some dash cams, and that is a really important product to have in your car. It gets your side of the story across. They've got one of the first 4K dash cams in the iGo Cam 80. This is a device, it's really small actually Sits uh, really discreetly on the Windscreen of your car, can record Everything in 4K, so that added detail Is really important, especially if there's events That you want to look at, so you Can see things like uh, detail, like Number plates and street signs Even people and cars and makes and models So really helps uh, It is, has got some other great features too uh, It's also got parking mode So if, uh, if you're worried about someone maybe hitting Your car while it's parked or in a shopping Centre, the iGo Cam 80 has parking mode that will spring to life if it detects any kind of impact on your vehicle. That's going to appeal to a lot of people. There's also some great safety features as well. can give you the speed and red light camera warnings also. There's also lane departure assistance as well. So if you are drifting out of your lane, you get an audio and visual warning for you to correct your vehicle. Uh, this product is priced at 279 bucks. One of a range of the Uniden cameras. They do have other models that also include a rear camera, uh, and and other various price points, but the iGo Cam eighty, uh, we have reviewed that on our website, and it's priced a price of two hundred and seventy nine bucks. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and New mobile carrier, targeting millennials. Lif or life, life, <laughs> mate. I'll be honest.
0: Okay. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it. Now, are they trying to do a, mo- a, a boost mobile here? Their
0: plans. Nowhere near as competitive as Boost Mobile. Okay. Boost Mobile is on the Telstra network. Life is on the Telstra network. Okay. Boost Mobile have like five gigabytes of data for like $30. bucks. i am looking at their press release here. These guys have got $25 a month for 1.5 gig and $100 in
1: calls. Why would that work? $40 a month for four gig of data, unlimited calls. Okay. I like how it says here, a millennial-focused telco run by millennials. Good on them. Um, so I dug into it a bit and I tried to establish
0: what was unique about them. And they, they did some research that, that talked about how,
1: like, what were the pain points for yep. millennials, right. young folk? Should we define millennials? Are these whinges. millennials That's are people are. born in the nineties onwards? Is that right. right? Are They're they millennials? millennials? They're okay. That's what they are. Okay.
0: Um, and they, they did, so they did some research trying to work out what their, the kind of pain points were. And I think the issue was things like overseas call centers. Right, so that they hate millennials. This is hate overseas call centers, and I think so. What they've done is they've got an Australian call center. They've got Melbourne call okay. center. So that, that's a big deal, right, for them to say, okay, we're going going um, uh, with the local call center reception. They want un- unreliable. Unreliable reception is a problem for them, so they're on the Telstra network. Yep. Eh, probably not great time okay. to launch. Um, they want everything done online, so the the purchasing of the SIM card, customer service, and billing—it's yeah. all online. No paper. There's statements. not even there's not even a SIM card at a Caltech service station. Right. Right. You can't. You, you got to go online to get the SIM. Yep. Um, large data packs. The data packs aren't that great, so I'm just going to say that might be an issue for them. But there's the sweet spot it seems to be about the forty five dollar plan where you get ten gigabytes of data, twenty gig on the fifty dollar plan. Right. Yeah. And, and boosts do struggle to go kind of wide-ranging in their data things um, and they don't want to be locked into 24 to, to 12 month contracts 12 to 24 month contracts so what it is it's not a prepay it's kind of a direct debit post pay thing prepay right. thing right so you never need to worry about it but you have to have direct debit set up so they're, they're guaranteed the, the income of course they're not going to send you a bill no that's right so but but you're not on a contract so you can get out. Okay. Plus, you're not locked into a certain range. You can you can be on the 50 and next month be on the 20. So there's no, no. drama going up and down. Okay. So there's a lot of good things there. But I look at it and go, well, if you're a prepaid customer, you can do that anyway. Like with Boost, yeah. you could prepay lower or higher amounts each month. But I think that what I think they've missed the the PR opportunity here. The PR opportunity here has been not no disrespect to the PR people, but I just feel like they've missed the overall market, which is prepaid's tough. Yeah. You got to go and you got to top it up. It's paying the bum. Yeah, we're making it easy. We're making it direct debit, and flexible. That's the but sell. It's
1: direct debit. and It's postpaid, then, isn't it?
0: Well, no, because I think it's direct debit in advance. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it becomes a pre-paid. pre-post
1: pre-debit, prepaid. Okay, yeah, cool. But Bottom is, line, isn't, but isn't isn't this the the one the one thing people are looking for is data? Yeah, And what? how does this stack up? Isn't that, don't they, customers, millennials or not, they look right down at the bottom and they go, Mate, right, How much data have I got? That's my problem. Like I said to them, I said, here? I
0: don't understand what's the deal here. Because yeah. was, this was a thing that, you know, they said this is a big thing we're launching on Monday. I said, I'll do it on the Today yeah, they, Show. It was an embargo. And I'll it, yeah. Get it excited. Do, but can I have it before the embargo, nine o'clock? Yeah, no worries. You can do yeah, it on the Today yeah. Show. And then I get their plans and I go, oh, they're not that great. Yeah, like so, it was very hard so for you, me to.
1: You pulled the pin, or you no? We did.
0: It... I just inc- like I always do comparisons. So I, you know, showed Ovo and Boost yeah, yeah. and all the others, yep. but they didn't show up as being that great. Whoops! Because their their flagship kind of twenty five dollar plan is one point five gig. Mm. so a tough one to sell I think and I don't know how you market that they're obviously going to market through socials and mm-hmm. I don't know I mean maybe there's more money in MVNOs the, the mobile virtual networks than we realise maybe but, we should but, start, start a two blokes
1: mobile network well, they, absolutely I think uh, but I'm just reading through their press release here I, I didn't write this story on Tech Guide either but um, I, I'm just seeing they're listening to the needs of millennial Aussies the needs of millennial Aussies is data
0: because your kids are mine. get them right. data
1: yeah Data is is and, and my kids and uh, have gone through the the phase where oh, I, I I want the new iPhone and they go, yeah yeah I well, sign up that plan and then eighteen months later they're thinking oh I'm dying here I've only got two gig of data I'm dying here yeah and they've ended up buying themselves out of the plan keeping the phone and then getting on a month to month mm. sim only plan and that that's that's meeting the needs of millennials who are mm. who are need desperate for data so I just think they've met a lot of the needs but not all of them yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting one.
0: Uh, Life, L-Y-F, uh, com today is the company. I don't know, maybe we're wrong. If we are, send us feedback uh, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennec. Talking
1: Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with just to round out the Telco Mobile oh, theme episode of uh, two, two blokes oh, talking sure. mobiles, uh, there is there was some uh, interesting data about how much we spend on our mobile plans. It was a survey that your your mates at Finder dot published uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago, and uh, I, I was surprised by this that. Um, did you do you know this figure that I'm about to say? No, do nothing. you know what the what do you think just off the top of your head, right? What's the average, and I don't know whether you read my story or not. No, really, I did not. What, what's the average Australian adults pay uh for their mobile phone plan? What Australian adults. Yes.
0: Average we pay on a plan or are we talking overall prepaid or whatever? Mobile phone
1: plan. Just in average plant cost. $63. Ba-bong. Lower. Oh, 53. But lower again. 43 It includes higher. prepaid. A bit it? higher. Yeah, it includes prepaid. On average. Yeah. We're taking averages here. Oh, no, I'm just saying it's not $44. $44 okay. per month uh, for their mobile plan. And that's down from last year was $48. Mm. So, And here's another surprising part uh, of, of their stats. Did you know only 26% of Australian phone mobile customers bundle a phone into their plan? Only 26%. 26%. So only 26% include a phone in their plan. So that, that 26% is obviously buying With the Android, greatest Samsungs and Apple With Of respect and, to your friends and Yeah.
0: This is a survey of yeah, people, right? Of, of more than 2,000 people. Oh, I'm just so checking. It
1: was a nice cross section.
0: I know, but it's. It's not actual data.
1: No, well, this is a, a re- research that they've done. But yep. it, it's indicative, though, of, of the, the totally. trend around very the country. very much so. Yep. But that surprised me that only a quarter, 26%, slightly above a quarter, are on a phone pla- plan with a phone and their and their normal plan. So mm. last year, though, that figure was 36%. So it's dropping. Now, I think that's probably due to the fact that there are so many affordable devices now, great quality, even entry-level, mid-level products are are great, great products. Mm. A lot of that technology that was in the flagship devices two, three years ago are now in those entry-level products. So it's giving people affordable options. But better value with SIM-only plans, of course. And the BYO is, is going nuts. In 2017, there were 64% of BYO mobile customers, but this year 74%. And what's the split though? Postpaid, SIM only, 40%; 34% on prepaid. And so that that's a that's a decent. So what's there. postpaid? There is 40% of the 74%. 40% is SIM and 34% prepaid. What's the rest? Uh, and the rest would be plan and plan and, and phone phone plan. Yeah. Okay. Now. The whole idea of this is to alert people to say, well, this is how much we're spending, but are you spending too much on your mobile plan? Have a look at what you've got today to see if you are spending too much. And here are the tips that you should look at, right? If your contract's expired, so if you're you're on a phone and and SIM plan, if your contract's expired, the telco is going to keep charging you that same amount every month. So you're still you're still paying for a phone that you already own. Mm-hmm. So that's a, hello. That's an indication that you need to get a new contract. If you've never exceeded your data limit, so if you – it's you're okay to think, well, okay, I've got 40 gig of data. I never get near it. So why pay for it if you never get near it? Maybe take a look at maybe getting a, a, a cheaper plan with less data so it meets your needs. Uh, and the other thing is if you've been with your telco for too long – Oh yeah, Stephen. You, loyalty, lo- <laughs> loyalty could be costing you money. This applies to fixed line broadband at yes, home as it well. it does. It does. But Stephen. that loyalty though, I think, and I think a lot lockless. of people, a lot of people are under the misconception, maybe not many, but some, uh, that oh, hang on, can I take my number with me? Of course you can. You can port it wherever you want. So if you have been Just take uh, your hanging around, address, folks. that's right. Yeah. So uh, maybe port your number if you have been with the same Telko. Okay, you may find a deal. But anyway. Uh, all those details are on my website, TechGuide. Two blokes
0: talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with and Played the same sting three times in a row. Apologies. <laughs> um, are you awake over there, Trevor? It's weird doing it live. Um, you know, with the stings. Oh, you, right? You're not making me work hard because okay. you've put the passport in the wallet this week.
1: I did, yeah. yeah. Appreciate I, it, mate. Drive out, yeah, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Uh,
0: so, um, some minute reviews. And yep. uh, speaking of our uh, individual single Alexa listener... You've got a uh, new speaker <laughs> that you've reviewed. You've reviewed the Blast from Ultimate yes, Ears. Yes,
1: and the Mega Blast, uh, the <laughs> Ultimate Ears speakers. And these are these are brand new, slightly redesigned, uh, better sound quality. But the big difference is uh, they also got Wi-Fi connectivity, but the other major difference is the fact that they've got Amazon Alexa on board as well. And uh, smaller, thinner shape, as I said, but offering that really cool sound. for, for uh, this, uh, this is a pretty affordable speaker, and the sound quality out of this is surprising. You'll, you'll think that uh, this is worth a lot more than what you paid for it based on the, the audio quality there. I'm a big fan. And the fact that they're also pretty durable, they're water-resistant, so you can take them anywhere. The, mega, the maximum, you know, the other Mega Blast has, can get up to 93 decibels. That's bloody loud. Yeah. The, uh, the, all, they also have a really good companion app as well, so you can create stereo pairs, uh, create different playlists, and you can have turns playing songs to the various speakers. So pretty cool. And, of course, you've got Amazon, so you can take advantage of all the skills uh, available from ordering a pizza to checking skills, the bank balance. Man, skills, All of that available. Here, the, here's my favorite part, the colors they're available in. Oh, right? yeah. The colors are graphite, which is black. Blizzard, which is white, Blue Steel, which is self-explanatory, Merlot, which is red, red. Mojito, mo- mojito, which is green, and Lemonade, which is yellow. But the Lemonade I drink here is uh, normally clear, clear but, but Lemonade made of lemons it'd be, would lemon. be yellow. Lemonade. Or yellow. Yes, Two seventy nine for the blast, three seventy nine for the mega blast, and you can also there's a new power up dock, so you can pay forty nine ninety five, so you can just rest it on the power up, so it's continually charging.
0: Nice one, and uh, shout out to Liam, uh, Liam Roger, one of our listeners, or our only listener with an Alexa, the only person in ah, Australia with an Alexa. Uh, Alexa, hey Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, set my alarm for four a.m. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Too much talking tech.
1: You're terrible, Trevor.
0: Hey, Siri, set my alarm for 2 (laughs) a.m. Oopsie. Hey, Google, set my alarm for 3 a.m. Oh. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. We've we have, lost some listeners today. We have a lot of bleary
1: eyed listeners
0: tomorrow. Haven't we list, lost some listeners Whoa, today. they're frantically going to Radio. Gone into their I'd love to tell you what your next review is, but geez, your handwriting's you can't, appalling. You can't you read that? Kensington
1: on, something. Kensington. Yeah, they've got a range of ergonomic products that I wrote about. People would be surprised on.
0: that we use handwriting to do our rundown.
1: We do. We write stuff down. I here. mean, the, the, we spend about, a pen and a pen and everything.
0: I reckon we did that rundown about 24 hours before anyone's listening to this. Absolutely. So we spent a long Absolutely. time on it.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> you did. That's right. Right, but look, we do we do spend a lot of time working. Though we're sitting at our desks, we're using our computers. Not just us, but you listeners as well. We do spend a lot of time in front of our computers and laptops. And why not have some products that can help you stay healthy, get be productive, but also you know, keep you uh, give, get your spinal health uh, in order. I'm talking about the sit-stand desk from Kensington. Now, this is a desk that, not a standalone standing desk. This is one where it sits on a regular desk, but with hydraulic lifts, you can actually lift it up to to standing height. So you can, uh, it's it's heavy enough to cop a couple of monitors and a laptop and a desktop computer on there as well. It's got really nice uh, hydraulic lifts, so it raises pretty smoothly. That's five hundred and forty-nine dollars. But they haven't stopped there. They've got also an anti-fatigue mat. So if you've got a standing desk, this is a really cool product because you don't get so tired standing up. Now, this is a really nice surface that you're standing on. The Kensington Antique Fatigue Mat is $149.95, made of special ergonomically engineered material so that it supports your legs and your back and your feet so that you're comfortable while you're standing. It's got painted rubber gel foam but it's durable. It's going to last a long time even in office, workshops, you name it, labs, kitchens, garages. Wherever you're standing up on this, it's, going to, uh, it's not going to wear out. It's going to last forever. The last product in their range is an, a seat cushion that's made of memory foam. So it's 55 bucks. goes on your existing seat. It's got a non-slip base, so you're getting really good support for your back, your lower back. So you can sit up straight, have that support, and be continuously productive. So that's a look at the Kensington Range, that seat cushion, the memory foam cushion, that's $55. So doesn't cost a lot of money to stay healthy while you're working. All of those products are on techguide.com.au. Check it out, folks. Well, Stephen, what a great show, whinging about telcos, cracking! And remember, listen to listen through to the end. We got uh, a little bit of bonus. Well, you've got two. there this far. You may as well listen yeah, through you, the next. Look, thing. You got here exactly right. It's like that joke, you know, the guy that jumps out of the plane and he's saying, "Look, pull your parachute." He goes, "No, no, not yet, not yet." He goes, then he gets another tw- hundred meters. He goes, "Pull your parachute." No, no, not yet, not yet. He gets down to twenty meters. He goes, "Pull your parachute." He goes, "No, not yet." He gets down to ten meters. He says, "Pull your parachute." He goes, "Why? I can jump from here." <laughs> You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennie. Have you
0: ever drunk a coffee? Never. Ever. I thought about
1: it. What what you, what this you week it? I thought, maybe I should drink coffee. Have a coffee. I hate the smell of it. Like with a passion, hate the smell of it. Really? Yeah. My wife says the same thing. My wife doesn't drink coffee either. <laughs> she does and love she has, a wine. She, uh, she said, well, that's what I said. I said, <laughs> you can drink that. It tastes like metho, but you can't drink, <laughs> you can't drink coffee. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, it smells like an ashtray. I said, are you joking? Like, smell your wine. That smells a bit out there too. I said, well, you can't. When you drink wine, you don't start off with the heavy stuff. You start off light, don't you? You sort of ease into the wine. Yeah, well, so, is, this, is so there a her coffee, coffee, coffee? Doesn't no, smell? Good? No, no, but her coffee, she'd have a weaker coffee. So, start off with a weaker coffee, more milk in it. Or, you know, So, weaker, not as many shots in the coffee. Work into it. But, no. Doesn't like the smell, like you. She says, doesn't like the smell. The smell's awful. Well,. I, I kind of like the smell of coffee, but I suppose that's an acquired taste when it comes to coffee. So that, that you, you even contemplated it this way, you thought. I,
0: I don't know what, don't know what made me do it, but I thought, maybe you know what, it was these stupid tablets. I went, like they, yeah. they taste, like they don't taste. They, they're, just, they're capsules, but they they smell. They make it, it smells like so is sawdust. It, or is it
1: caffeine in it? Is that what it is Garana it?
0: Guarana or like it's all that yeah, kind of right. weird stuff. Okay. Mate, it's meant to be delay. like a shot to the it's body. Mean, you meant like to have a couple, and I don't know. Yeah, right. Jeff will write something about it. I'm sure at some point, <laughs> no one will read it. it. It's just I don't know. I didn't it did nothing for me, so I stopped. Okay.
1: Great. I was have already we got on the levels, on You got the levels right, mate. Oh, you've been recording this whole time. Oh, 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 let's run that. Hello there. Hello. You've been recording our little coffee Should we conversation. Run that? Maybe maybe run it as a added bonus at the end. At the end. At the end. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, you know when you go watch the Avengers, you know oh, the yeah. superhero movie, you got to wait till have after you, the credits. Have you seen Cars three?
0: No. What you want me? I haven't mate? seen it. No. I haven't seen it. You've got to watch Cars.
1: I will. I'll get around to it. I have Cars
0: three yeah. all the way to the end of the credits, right? Okay, don't spoil like, it for me, right? No, no I'm going to spoil you're it. You're going to give me a spoiler. I'm going to spoil it
1: massively. So you told me to see it. Now you're going to spoil it because
0: it's actually rubbish. But it's it, for me, I love it. Right? Yeah, it's right. it's it's like three seconds. It's terrible. Yeah. Mader goes up to the like he's in a in a hut in the middle of nowhere, like his little place or something, and his iPad rings, and, and it's may He's got an iPad. And it, yeah, and the car's like, got an iPad. Yeah, they've got like a okay. you know FaceTime, and it's McQueen. <laughs> it's yeah. McQueen on the, on the other end. Yeah. And it falls over or, break, or disconnects or something. Yeah. And he goes, ah, technology. I just love it. Because it talks about technology. And when we are at the movies, yeah, Harry's mean. like, technology, that's you, Dad. Because <laughs> if you ask the kids what I do for a living, they just say technology. technology. Yeah. You hear
1: the word technology on the radio and they go, Dad. You ask my kids, they go, I don't care what you do. <laughs> no, that's not right. They know what I do. Yeah, but they can't wait till your kids grow up. I just want to see wh- when your kids are my age. Your mm. kids are my kids' age. Yeah. Um, I-, I want to see how how things progress there. Not that it's bad. I'm just saying it's just different. Your-, your kids are young and they're they're fully in your control and you're doing everything. They're in front of you the whole time. But then when they sort of they start thinking, no, that no, I don't want to hang around with you and mum anymore. I'm-, I'm doing my own stuff now. Just want to see how how that how you grow into that. I'm good with it's it. Nick off. See you later, kids. <laughs> Give me my own yeah, time back. Okay, It's different. It just changes. It changes your 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 relationship with them. Not not for the worst. I'll tell you what I won't it's be doing. different. Getting dogs. No.
0: No. Why not? Because, mate, I don't need them. I don't okay. need to clean up someone else's poo. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Been there, done that. I read, that through, I read a them.
1: really funny cartoon. I saw a funny New Yorker cartoon. Oh, I don't think it was New Yorker, but... There's a dog looking out the window and goes, look at this idiot cleaning up my, you know what? He goes, I hope he washes his hands before he feeds me. (laughs) (laughs) That's gold.
0: We'll be back next week.